Welcome to the Retirement Planning Guy podcast, a show designed to help retirees and pre-retirees live an awesome retirement. Your host is Jim Martin, financial advisor and author of The Retirement Playbook. Jim discusses ideas, strategies, and techniques to help you live your ideal retirement. So sit back, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show, because we begin right now. What should I do with my old 401k? Folks, if you've worked at more than one company in your adult life, chances are they offered a retirement plan. And that retirement plan, whether it's a 401k, a 457, a 403b, a simple IRA, a SEP IRA, wow, we really actually make this industry pretty complicated with all those names. But chances are, if you've got one of those old lingering retirement accounts, you know, one of those accounts that's on the island of misfit toys, you're questioning what you should do with it. You might have even just remembered you had it. Believe it or not, some people forget. So on today's show of the Retirement Planning Guy, that's what we're talking about. Folks, my name is Jim Martin. I am the Retirement Planning Guy, and our goal on this show is to help you plan well and retire awesome. We're going to go through what your options are with your old retirement accounts so you can make decisions that benefit you and your family. But before we get started, let's go through some disclosures. My attorneys want you to know, while we take every step and every effort to make sure the information on the show is accurate, mistakes can happen. Remember, the information discussed on here is for educational and informational purposes only. Before you act on anything, make sure you talk to a CPA, an attorney, or even a qualified financial advisor. Make sure you get counsel before you act upon anything. All right, let's just jump right into the show. I'm really excited about this topic because I get this question all of the time because believe it or not, Americans leave jobs. I know that's really hard for people to believe, but people do leave jobs. And when they leave jobs, they leave behind a piece of their soul. But they also leave behind sometimes, sometimes a retirement account. And we've got to do something with it. Or do we? Well, the answer is just not as clear as you might think. Oftentimes, people think they have to move their retirement account out of there. They've got to immediately get it out of the old company. That's not always the case. Your first option is you can probably just leave it where it's at. Assuming that the balance is large enough and the plan allows you to, you actually don't have to take action and move it. A lot of times people leave their old 401ks or 403bs or 457s or, you know, any old retirement account, they'll leave it there forever and ever. So you don't have to move it necessarily unless they've sent you a letter and saying, hey, you must move this retirement account. Now, generally when they send that letter to you, it's because the balance is low, right? Like the balance all of a sudden is $5,000 or $4,000. But look, you've got two, three, four, five hundred thousand bucks in an old 401k. Ah, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to make you move it. And the reason is, is math, right? Like they're probably charging a fee or getting an override on the investments or, you know, they just don't want to keep all these small little baby accounts out there because those cost money. So that's why they generally will ask smaller accounts to make a decision to leave. Um, and because of that, option one or option A is leave it alone. Yeah, you can leave it alone. I think that's um, that's a viable option for some people. Now, Option two on our list is you can roll it into a new 
a new 401k or 403b potentially. So look, if you've um, if you've left a job and you've went somewhere else, a lot of times on these old retirement accounts, you can roll those over. So that's a pretty nice um, feature that a lot of people like. They like being able to see their 401k or their, their retirement account get as large as possible. So rolling it in there might give them a, uh, might, might allow them to consolidate the investments and feel like they have a really large balance. So it could be a good option. And we'll talk about the downsides to each one of these in just a moment. Um, Option three is you can roll this into a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA, depending upon the tax qualification of the initial contributions, but you can roll it into an IRA. That's a good option for a lot of people. It's self-directed, so you have control over it, Um, but it is a viable option. It's an option that a lot of people take advantage of. And then option D, option number four, this is the last option you really have with it. You can go buy a boat or a sports car or, or pay off your house or do all kinds of crazy things with that money. And maybe that makes sense. So we'll talk about each one of those options as we dive deeper into this. So let's talk about leaving it alone. Why would you leave it alone? Option A, why would you just leave it there? Well, because, you know, it's performed pretty well and you know where it's at and you feel comfortable with it. And well, maybe you're just the procrastinator and lazy and you don't want to, you just don't want to think about it. So leaving it alone is not the worst thing in the world. Now, there are some people out there who leave a company. So they'll leave company A and they'll say, I hate company A. I left them because they're a, a bunch of idiots and no way in the world I want them managing my money. Well, the company doesn't actually manage your 401k. So I'm not saying you need to get it out of there or not get it out of there, but just don't be aware that generally speaking, if you have a Fidelity 401k and you work for uh I don't know, Nantucket Nutcracking Association, and you can't stand the Nantucket Nutcracking Association, they're not going to have anything to do with your 401k that's housed at Fidelity. So I would sort of leave that out of the out of the picture that when you're making these decisions, you can leave it alone for a bit if you need to while you figure out what to do. It probably won't break. That doesn't mean you should ignore the investments. It doesn't mean you have a good 401k. It doesn't mean I'm recommending you keep it there. It just means that, look, there's probably nothing that says you must move it out immediately because sometimes that's not always in your best interest to do. So just be aware that you can leave it there. It's important if you decide to leave your money in the 401k uh, to really understand what your investment options are and what your fees are so you can really make a good decision. But leaving it there and why people leave it there, it is a viable option. I don't know that it's the best option. It's not the option that generally we would recommend in our in our world uh, because I tend not to like accounts that kind of just linger out there and that you're not actively taking a look at and making sure that you're managing. Now, if you're doing that, then that, that eliminates that risk. But just understand, what does it cost? What are my investment options? And could I do better somewhere else? But that's option one. Option two is you can roll it into a new a new plan. Nothing wrong with that option. I see people do that all the time. So they have a, a an old 401k and they decide to roll it into their existing or new 401k. Uh, I think that works especially well with smaller um, smaller rollovers. So you know if you were only at a job for a year or two and you have a smaller rollover, yeah, that probably makes a lot of sense. If you were at a job for 20 or 30 years and you've got a six figure rollover, you might want to look at rolling it into a traditional IRA. But you could certainly roll it into your existing 401k, uh, but just understand the reasons why that might not make sense. Remember, we love 401ks. I, I, I mean, I think they're incredible wealth vehicles, but I don't think anybody argues that the investment options inside of a 401k are a bit more limited than you would get on your own. 
So rolling it into an existing 401k, it does take away some of your investment options. So on a larger account, look, it might make sense to diversify a little bit. You might want to look at different types of investments or you might want to own different stocks or mutual funds. And it's kind of nice to be able to have some money in a traditional IRA uh, where you can be opportunistic or you can invest with a different strategy or even a different a different product or solution. So generally speaking, if it's a small a small account. I'm not saying we always recommend that, but that might make more sense if it's a larger account. I don't know that I'd always want to roll it into a uh, my new plan, but I do understand why people do it. So it is a viable option. There's no tax consequences with it, generally speaking. I mean, make sure you ta- consult a tax attorney or accountant rather, but there's no tax consequences generally. So it's not really a, a, an issue of are you going to be taxed on it on option A or B? You know, the answer is no, generally speaking. It just means that Hey, we like we like choices in life, and we want to make sure that you have as many choices with your money as possible. And choices open up a whole other world for investing because all of a sudden you you can tap into the four thousand plus mutual funds and ETFs and stocks as opposed to the twenty investments that are inside of your four hundred one k. And by the way, your four hundred one k might have amazing investments. So I'm not I'm not trying to disparage your four hundred one k because I don't know it. But I just say weigh the pros and cons when you make those decisions so you can make the best one for you. All right, let's move on to option C. Option number three here is roll it into a traditional IRA. This is probably the most, I would say, you know, I don't want to say the most popular because we're not sitting around the lunch table in high school, but I think this is the most common thing that people do with their old 401ks is they'll roll them into an IRA. Now, if you have Roth contributions inside of your 401k, it would be into a Roth plan. So it's the difference between pre and post-tax contributions. So you would want to weigh that, of course. But you can roll your money into a traditional IRA. And as long as it goes from a traditional, or I'm sorry, a 401k or a 403b directly into the traditional IRA, there shouldn't be any tax consequences with that at all. It's a trustee-to-trustee transfer or, or a rollover or depending upon how you have it qualified or, or, or tax qualified. Generally, that will be qualified as a direct rollover. And because it's a direct rollover and the money's never truly in your hands, it's not a taxable event. So people like that for a lot of reasons. And number one is control. Like It's really nice to have your money out of a plan and into something that you can choose the investments that you want. But there's some downsides to that as well. People that are not used to managing money, you know, inside of a 401k, it's fairly constrained. You've got some small caps and some large caps. Somebody behind the scenes is choosing the mutual funds that you can select from. And generally, they're doing an okay job at that. All of a sudden, Johnny gets his hands on, I don't know, $500,000, and he thinks he's an investment guru because he has a Robinhood account. And he goes out and he just starts buying all kinds of crazy stocks with his five hundred grand. Oh, that could be a recipe for disaster. And by the way, I do actually know a Johnny with a Robinhood account, and this was not about you. I just use a random name. So Johnny, I know you're a great investor. So if you actually listen to this, know, know that I'm not talking about you. But look, that's a real, that's a recipe for disaster for somebody if they get their hands on a ton of money. Now, if it's just playing around with it, it's fine. So generally speaking, if you're going to roll it into a traditional IRA, here's my recommendations. Have a plan. Okay. Not, not, I mean, we always say you need a financial plan, of course, but I'm talking about having an investment plan. Have an investment plan here. That's really important. 
have an investment plan. Uh, and the reason you want an investment plan is when the money comes in, you need to know what to do with that money. You should have an idea where it should go, what it should look like, what it what it should be invested in, and it needs to be properly diversified and in the right asset allocation model. So investing is not about picking one or two hot stocks and holding them. Everybody knows that. Well, maybe not everybody, but many people do. Investing is about having a good quality investments for long term. I think that's what's going to give you the, well, I think the very best outcome possible with your money. So just be aware when you're when you're going to roll it over, there is some more more risk in there as well because all of a sudden, where you know in your four hundred one k, you could you could have chosen you know the Fidelity Contra Fund, which is a, a fine fund. Now you have access to some triple leverage Chinese gold mining operation, and uh, you know Fidelity Contra Fund is invested in Amazon and Apple and Walmart. I, I have no idea if this is what it's invested in, but it's a blue chip company stock fund. So it's probably something like this. Whereas a triple leverage Chinese gold mine, I mean, that thing could go to zero. So I think you just have to be really aware when you're going to roll it over to understand you might have worked 20 or 30 years for this big chunk of money. Don't waste it. But I love option three if you have a good investment plan because look, you might be able to select better quality investments at a lower cost and do better in there long term and maintain control. Just understand the pros and the cons around it as you're making, you know, making those decisions. I think option number four is an actually I made a joke about it initially where I said buy a boat. But people do think about this a lot. They oftentimes, they get to the end of, of, not the end of their career, but maybe the middle of their career, and they've got a 401k with $200,000, and they look at their mortgage, and they owe $200,000, and like, shabam, I'm going to pay this sucker off. I've got two hundred grand in a 401k, and i got a mortgage with two hundred grand. I am going to take this money out. I'm going to pay my house off, and I'm going to live a debt-free lifestyle. Okay. Terrible thing to do, generally speaking. Like, obviously, consult with qualified people, but I would never recommend that. You've got to pay taxes on all of this money and you're penalized on it, generally speaking. So, not only do you get a 10% early withdrawal penalty, you also have to pay taxes on it. Taxes on a lump sum of like 100 grand or 200,000. Can you imagine how big that'll be? Nope. Nope. Don't do it. I, I mean, look. You do whatever you want. It's your money, always your money. You get to make the decisions, but pulling it out lump sum to do something else with it, I I just can't recommend it. I've never been able to. Mathematically, I can't seem how it would work. I I just think it's a bad, I think it's a bad call. So I would encourage you not to do option D. Look, if you're over 60 and you're retired and you have enough money and you have an old 401k that's hanging out and you want to go take 20,000 bucks out of your account and go put a new deck on, yeah, go do it if it makes sense. Absolutely, guys. That makes complete sense. But what we're talking about is taking a huge chunk of money and doing something eh, maybe that doesn't make all the financial sense in the world that makes you feel good. Look, making you feel good is really important. Making you not run out of money 20 years from now is probably more important. So I would just say just really be careful on this decision. Be really careful if you're going to take it out lump sum. Look, if it's like two or $3,000, I get it. Like you're, you're saying to yourself, I don't want to roll this over. I don't want to deal with it. It's too grand. Okay, like the, the math is so small that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really take a stance one way or the other. But look, if you're taking talking about one, two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars, you've got to have a plan before you start withdrawing money from an IRA or 401k or 403b because it could cause a world of tax problems for you. And who wants to pay taxes? Or especially 20, 30, 40, 60,000 dollars worth of taxes. So just be care- very careful. 
very careful. But those are your options, guys. I think they're all good options. I think the old 401ks should be addressed. And if you leave it there, pay attention to it. If you roll it into a new account, great. Pay attention to the new account. If you roll it into an IRA, awesome. But make sure you have an investment plan. And if you're going to withdraw it all to go buy a Maserati, really, really consider that before you do it because you don't want to make the wrong decisions. You know, one of the things that we're we're getting a lot of feedback on the show is about our newsletter. We've got a newsletter we send out every week. It's just retirement tips. Make sure you go out to our website, retirementplanningguide.com, and sign up for the newsletter. It's all the way at the bottom of the first page. And you look, we don't spam you. We're not calling you. Don't harass anybody. We just send this out once a week. It's just a retirement tip. I think it's pretty good. And uh, it's just to try to give you some actionable information on things you could be doing to put yourself in a better situation. So why not, right? Take advantage of that. My name is Jim Martin. I'm the retirement planning guy. Remember, on our show, our goal is to help you plan well and retire awesome. We'll be back next week with a new show. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you joining us today for this episode of the Retirement Planning Guy podcast. Be sure to visit retirementplanningguy.com to access additional information, including our free retirement planning kit to help you live an awesome retirement. Take the first step to living the life you've always imagined with the Retirement Planning Guy. Opinions voiced in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives. Information provided is not intended as tax or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek tax or legal advice from an independent professional. We are not affiliated with Social Security or any governmental agency. New River Financial Group LLC is a registered investment advisor offering advisory services in the state of Virginia and other jurisdictions where exempted. New River Financial Group LLC doing business as Martin Wealth Solutions. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining value.